Matthew 1, 18 through 21. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And Lord, we are here as your people, seeking your face, seeking to learn from your word and to honor you as our king. And so we pray that your word would be the joy and the delight of our hearts and turn us now more to you. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. J.I. Packer in uh, the chapter on God incarnate in the book Knowing God, which I think we looked at three or four weeks ago, he wrote this. The Christmas message is, is that there is hope for a ruined humanity. Hope of pardon, hope of peace with God, hope of glory. Because at the Father's will, Jesus Christ became poor and was born in a stable so that 30 years later, he might hang on a cross. It is the most wonderful message that the world has ever heard or will hear. And we'll be saying this morning, you've probably noticed, we'll be saying the Apostles' Creed together. It's on page 10. We'll be saying that, we'll be affirming that we believe in the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says, we'll be saying, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. It was a divine conception and the birth of a human person at the same time. And when we declare together that we believe in the incarnation of the Son of God, we are saying several things. We are affirming a number of truths. I'll just share a few. First of all, that obviously, for God, nothing is impossible. We can't understand the incarnation, but it is a reality. Packer stated it this way, the incarnation is in itself an unfathomable mystery. But it makes sense of everything else that the New Testament contains. Indeed, that is true. Another truth that we are affirming is that all prophecy, the word of God, all prophecy concerning the coming of the Lord in the flesh is true and has been fulfilled. Praise God. His word is all true. Every part of it, it will all be fulfilled. And we are affirming that our God loves us so much that he would send his son in that way and send us a savior. He sent us a perfect mediator, born of a woman, made a person like us. But primarily this morning and, and through the creed here, we're affirming two truths. I think it's in the third line of the creed. First, that Jesus is God. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He is the Son of God. His divinity was not diminished by his humanity at all, by his coming in the flesh. And as Packer also wrote, Jesus was now, as a human, Jesus was now not God minus some elements of his deity, but God plus, or God and, all that he had made his own by taking manhood to himself. So Mary was betrothed to Joseph, it, it tells us, 
But before the marriage had been consummated, in verse 18, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then in verse 20, the angel said, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And at the birth of Jesus, an angel brought good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And so this conception uh, and this birth of a person by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb is a foundational and a wonderful truth, which we are declaring this morning, all of us together, that we believe. We're declaring together that Jesus is the Son of God. The second truth we're affirming is that we believe that Jesus was human and always will be human. He is the Son of Man. In verse 21, it says, And she, Mary, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. So Mary gave birth. She brought forth a son in pain to a male child, and he looked and acted like a baby. He was truly human. Praise God that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He was descended from the first man, Adam, and uh, through Mary, and is now called the last Adam. He had to be fully human to atone for his own people, his chosen people in humanity. And he is our kinsman redeemer. He became like us physically, and he suffered physically, and he died in a terrible way to be our redeemer. And just a few weeks ago, we read this from the Shorter Catechism. Christ, the Son of God, became man by taking to himself a true body and a reasonable soul, being conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost in the womb of the Virgin Mary and born of her, yet without sin. And so as we say the Apostles' Creed together here in just a minute, and then come to the table of the Lord, we can rejoice in his coming, and we can rejoice in our union with him forever. We are reaffirming this morning that we believe in the coming of the Lord Jesus as a man and as our Redeemer to earth, born in a miraculous way as the Son of God, in a way only the Lord really can fully understand and which we believe by faith. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let's declare together what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are and should be in awe of your great love for us and of your power in sending the Lord Jesus, the Lord of glory, to become a man and to become our kinsman redeemer. Glory to God in the highest. May we come now to this communion, Lord, with you to receive grace and to remember who you are, our Savior, the Son of God and the Son of Man. And we rejoice in the coming of the King and we pray in his name, in the name of Jesus. Amen.